Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. I had the biggest heart on for Sarah Jessica Parker when I was little. <laughs> oh, wow. I didn't realize how much of a foot she looked like until I grew up. <laughs> wow, dude. That's the second time you br- you brutalized her. Oh my god. Ooh, first oh, off, shit, that's right. Dude, you have hounded that girl to the mm, okay. Just if you're listening, Sarah, please. Uh, it's all him, it's not me. I'm cool with you. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I didn't mean to get on her that hard. Ooh, man, shit. you have rode her hard and put her up soaking wet, dude. Damn. Okay. All right. <laughs> Guys, welcome in to another episode of It's a Horror Podcast. My name is Jerry. And I'm Kevin. My boy. And we are here tonight. I'm so excited about tonight, man. Did you guys hear that uh, intro? That new uh, new intro song we have? That good, it, good? <laughs> it is tight, dude. I love it. I'm so excited. Um, we actually got that because that one was good, but I really just kind of wanted to go more horror than you know we had is more metalcore and it was really cool but at the same point i'm like you know what this is a horror podcast it's called it's a horror podcast so let's let's make it a horror podcast <laughs> yeah let's get spooky exactly so i uh, hope you guys enjoyed that and uh and stay tuned to the very end because there's a little surprise at the very very end of the, of the show as well too from the intro outro stuff so good stuff but um oh you got a message. <laughs> oh, yep. Ash, Ashley Slashy. <laughs> Ashley. She's already, she, she is invading our podcast. <laughs> awesome. Cool, cool, cool. Right. Well, um, tonight, we are going to talk about a genre that, or subgenre, excuse me, that, again, last time I said the same thing, I really didn't have much interest in, but after watching these films and I have my top five, I am so into this genre now. Like, I, it's one of my favorite ones now. So it's the, the subgenre of witches. Witches, bitches. Man, I'm telling you, it's uh, the films I have in my top five are some really. It's it's, it's a way diverse group. And I love it, so I'm really excited to hear yours as well. So, oh, mine as well. Yeah, dude, I can't wait. I'm so excited. I might have the most surprising pick in all of my lists in this list oh my today. God, dude, you're making you're giving me a horse stiffy, really. Oh hell yeah. Woo, okay, uh, yeah, I'm getting all tingly, so sorry, sorry, I gotta, we gotta focus here, gotta move through this podcast. <laughs> but anyway, let's get into it. I'm really excited about this, so why don't you give us the, you know, the origins of, uh, of witches, man? Origins. All right, so witches. Now, technically, the, the term for witches is a woman thought to have magic powers, um, specifically that of the evil variety. Now, the male version of that is a warlock, um, which is kind of interesting. I figure there's a lot more films about witches than warlocks, you know? It's a base, yeah. it's basically a very female-dominated genre. Um, now, under my extensive research, <laughs> the first kind of <laughs> witch that I found in history belonged in the Book of Samuel. Oh, yes. A, this is a biblical book. Um this was between 931 to 721 BC. Now that puts us, I'm pretty sure, at the oldest root of any of the subgenres we've touched. I now, agree. I won't go too into this too much, but basically, what happens is a guy named King Saul um, seeks out the Witch of Endor to summon Samuel, who was a dead prophet, to aid him in defeating the Philistine army. Now, how do you think this went? 
Well, I kind of know the story because, you know, I, I grew up on these stories, so I kind of know how that went. So why don't you just uh, tell tell the audience, uh, you know, how it all went down because this, this is a great it story, went, by the way. It went fucking terribly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> Saul's sons die in the battle, and he commits suicide. So, yeah, mm-hmm. not Tough good. for him. Tough for him, yeah. You know, I mean, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose some, with witches especially, so. But um, yeah, that's that's you're speaking my language now. It's awesome because I guess I grew up learning these Old Testament stories and stuff, and that's one of the ones that you know I used to hear a lot from my grandmother. So uh, that's that's really cool that you would bring that up. So yeah, awesome. so that was kind of as far back as uh I could find on any sort of history regarding witches. However, are you ready to hear about the first person that was condemned for witchcraft? Yes. Oh, please do tell. Okay, so there was this lady named Alice Cateller, <clears throat> Ooh. born in twelve sixty three A.D. Mm-hmm. Now, she was the first person condemned for witchcraft in Ireland, so we're kind of in Ireland right now. Right. Let me just give you this woman's repertoire, okay? She had okay. four husbands. Ooh, getting it she, down. Oh, yeah. She <laughs> killed them all. So, oh, I mean, getting down even dirtier than you may have thought. <laughs> men are assholes, I always say. Yeah, yeah. She, uh, <laughs> she cut up animals for sacrifice. She held secret black magic meetings in churches to spite the Christians. She used sorcery and potions to control those around her. And she also denied Christ in the church. And she has been claimed to have been engaged in sexual affairs with demons. So... Demon win? Do I hear a demon yeah. win? Coming up? <laughs> That's good. I'm gonna just pass right on by that, right? Okay, so you would think that <laughs> you would think that this lady would have been executed, right? Oh, maybe. I mean, I don't know. False. That's what they do to witches? Oh, damn. All right. So do tell. Her accomplice or servant, rather, was a woman named Petronella de Meth. Hmm. She was the first person burnt at the stake for witchcraft just for being involved with uh miss cateller now miss cateller went on the run and no one ever found her wow i mean she's gonna be a hide and seek champion i guess so yeah yeah and it's it's funny because the whole witchcraft thing is very funky because you know you have these witches and warlocks men and women that think that you know they're they use these potions and all kinds of magic spells and stuff to control that around them. Right. Honestly, let me give you a little secret. Okay. The history behind this mm-hmm. is that people think that all these people were just brought into an area with ergot. Now, what ergot is, is a fungus that produces LSD-like hallucinogenic effects. Really? Yes. So that is a main proprietor into making people think that they can bend the things around them to their specific will. Um, being exposed to this certain fungus can make give you those effects. So that's kind of where these people got influenced. Huh. Supposedly. Supposedly. Yes. But, but at the same point, I, I myself do believe that witches exist, and I believe that they can do some of the things that they claim to do um, because, because of the history I believe in, I guess. Uh, bends me that way but at the same point i also can see how there's some that are not real and use those types of um you know masks or uh uh clouds to kind of you know uh, trick people into thinking that they really are witches maybe so i could see how that uh, both i could see both things so that's kind of cool that you know you brought that up yeah and exactly now do you know the most infamous witch trial of all time well i mean you gotta talk about you know i mean well, i guess it's like some kind of cigarette maybe with like or like a cat or like, 
think it was something like it start with an S. <laughs> is that what I, is that? Am I, am I Salem. <laughs> Salem. Yes. Salem, yeah. Yes. You the S. Yes. I, yes. I knew you had it at the, the S end. for sexy, right? Oh, seductive. Ooh, oh wow, man, you're getting good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Do tell. Do tell. All right, so let's let's break into this here. Now, the Salem witch trials, I feel like, are very common. People know all about them. Um, now, this was essentially a witch hunt that occurred in February of 1692 to May of 1693. Now, do you have any guesses as to how many people were acu- accused? Accused or killed? I think I know how many were killed. I think there was like, was there 26 killed, I think, was the, was the number. But I'm not sure how Close. many were accused, how, how, how many were killed. All right, I'll start with accused. Yeah, yeah, just go for it. Just go for it. Tell me all about it. Over 200 people were accused. Whoa. Okay. Yes, and 19 people were executed, which is interesting of note. 14 of those were women and five were men. Ooh, all right. Now, even more of a note, I guess, they were all killed by hanging. None were burnt at the stake like a lot of people believe. Typically, burning at the stake was a European witch hunt occurrence, whereas – there's an estimated of 40,000 to 50,000 people that were executed by burning at the stake, hanging, and or drowning, which was also a heavy uh, sentencing, I guess, for witches where, oh, if this witch survives drowning, then she wasn't a witch. Right, right, or, right. No, it's the other way. Yeah, if she, she did, survived yeah. the drowning, oh, she's a witch. Right, but if she died drowning, it's like, oh. Too bad. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's there's a movie that we could possibly talk about that that there's you know talking about drowning witches that kind of is very prevalent. I won't say what it is, but I think we all know kind of what it is. But, um, yeah, like they said, drowning. Like you said, drowning is definitely one of those things they would use to to figure out that the witch was really real or it was just, you know a fake. So you're yeah. right. Yeah. So I mean, that's pretty much all I've got for the history of witches. You know, like like I mentioned, it goes back quite a ways, and it's a, it's I don't want to say it's a controversial thing, but like you said, you know, either you believe in witches and witchcraft and, and potions and sorcery and that type of thing, or, you know, you, know, you don't. Right. Where no. that's kind of something that we've touched on on plenty of the subgenres. It's a very maybe they do exist, maybe they don't, such as, you know, the Aliens episode and some ever, some other ones. Right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, you know, I mean, I guess you can kind of believe in it, but, you know, if you don't either believe or not i mean come on you got to just pick a side because you know you can't kind of be wishy-washy especially on witches or aliens or whatever i mean there's you know there's a pretty cut and dry almost well not aliens i guess you can kind of be wishy-washy but there's some things you got to be just like you know okay yes or no but um but it's that's interesting though it's, it is it is kind of cool how you know these subgenres are are deeper than most people think you know most people just kind of view them as just movies fun to watch but you know diving into all this stuff you're like wow this is a lot deeper than i you know first thought so yeah, there's some real rich history behind this. And actually, uh, I, I mentioned this before we started the podcast. I'm lighting a candle right now. Oh, that's okay. right. I thought you were going to get all sexy with me, but I guess it's for the podcast. Oh, whatever. Called Black Magic, just to get in that specific spooky mood. Ooh, is there LSD in it? Uh, no, there's no ergot in it, unfortunately. Are you sure? Yeah, I mean, it, it may not say it on the, on the package, but there may be some in there. You don't know. I mean, you could be seeing, you know... I don't know, weird things in your room, whatever, you know, like the, the dude in your closet. I am pretty sure. Or... I, I am. I am pretty sure because I tried to influence you into liking Demon Wind, and I don't think it works. Oh, well, there you go. That's that's the test. You know, if I don't like a Demon Wind, then you know, it's, I guess it's just normal candle. So I don't think anything is like yes. me like to give me to like that. It's like we're all good on that. So that would take an act of God yeah. or an act of God. But the only thing that gets me like that crap. So oh, anyway, moving along from Demon Wind, fuck. <laughs> um, I've got a origin film yeah, so for you all yeah, to check out. Yeah, let's let's do the origin film. Let's, what what you got for us tonight, man? 
All right, a film called Hoxen from 1922. Ooh. Now this is a Swedish film. Um, holy fuck! <laughs> did you end up watching this one? I did not. I actually kind of forgot about uh, it. So I know I'm kind of sucks. I know, I know, I know. Kill me, kill me, kill me. This is probably the first time that I watched a specific movie in any of the subgenres and kind of tip my hand to Jerry. Like, hey, like you should check this one out. I know. This is one of the most like haunting films I think I've ever seen. Really? It's a it like I said, it's from nineteen twenty two, so you know it's um silent. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> what the fuck's the word? Well no, you did it right because you go, yeah. you know it's you didn't say anything. So. <laughs> yeah, oh shit. Yeah, it all worked to my benefit. Exactly. But uh dude, it's so fucking creepy. Now if anybody out there seen Nosferatu, the cabinet of Dr. Caligari um, you know, all of those silent films, there's a real creepiness to it that I don't know if it was originally intended, but just watching this film, dude, holy hell. Like, it's so cool, too, because the director, uh, Benjamin Christensen, he appears as the devil in the film, and he even plays Christ at one point. Damn, both ways. Hmm. And I'm telling you, man, the devil in this is fucking creepy. Like, it might be my favorite depiction of the, the devil in film or, really? you know, tv history like he just looks really really fucked up man and it's just creepy now you're really you know making me to watch it now i'm gonna go home tonight and watch it before i go to sleep you know have good dreams yeah oh. and what's really cool too was um the blair witch project mm -hmm. the company that made that was called hoxon films after this movie because oh, this I knew was I, kind of yeah, yeah i knew i heard that before yeah so it, it kind of this film influenced not only cinema but the subgenre as well wow okay Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, I will definitely watch it now that you said that. Now that I've actually, you know, like I said, I'm loving the witch subgenre, I think I'm definitely going to put that at you know top of my list for the, you know, just make sure I'm on, you know, on par with all the rest of the witch films. So, perfect. Yeah, right on. Nicely done, sir. Nicely done. You always uh, always bring up the, you know, the good origins and the good origin films. And uh, I know I hope a lot of people out there are watching these films. You know, drop us a line. Let us know if you're watching the origin films because, like I said, a lot of them are like, you know, black and white or they're silent or, or just you know off offbeat you know they're not really one of the ones people watch so you know let us know which one you've watched and if you liked it or didn't like it you know whatever just let us know something so yeah and something very interesting i noticed too was that honestly a lot of the origin films i watched are actually good movies too which you know you would you would think that you know trying to take on a genre that isn't in existence already would be brought up to not too well of a um fuck i can't even think of the word <laughs> um i'm lost too uh you think that the film wouldn't end up as a good product right right it would be true like be shit i guess It'd be... yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah that's pretty interesting i guess that is interesting okay i guess you think the older films would be like you know not you know like, like you said not not you know uh well thought out because you know back then a lot of things were still kind of being figured out so you know, it would really line up with what we know now, but it gets, a lot of it just, and it does like, you know, we take a lot of words and stuff and really, you know, just kind of build from there. So you kind of take it back to roots and it's like, holy shit, that's badass, you know? So like the, the zombie film, white zombie was one of my, it's one of my favorite, you know, films now, you know, in that genre. So all with you, man, I'm all with you, but, uh, well, thanks dude for taking us back there and, uh, and, you know, kind of give us history about all that stuff. So, but now your boy's always willing to take it back. That's right. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh, you put it out, you take it back. So, Oh, man. Anyway, moving along. We digress. Uh, let's take this to our top five. I'm anxious to hear. I'm really, really anxious to hear what you have for your top five. So let's get into it. What do you have for number five? 
I've got The Witch. Ooh, The Witch. From 2015. Now, this is kind of a love it or hate it film. Mm -hmm. um, the first time I watched it, I don't think I was too into it. But this is one of those ones that you have to kind of give your full undivided attention and really feel the, the score and the, the unsettling nature of the film in and of itself. It's a, it's a very unnerving slow burn. Um, and it's very, very interesting, too, because the name, people always want to call it the VV Itch. Yes. Have you noticed I, that? I, yeah, I was about to say something about that. So why don't, you, why don't you tell us why they call it the VV Itch? Yes, because uh, W, the alphabetical letter was not used pretty much at all during that time this was during the 1630s when the film was set so yeah yeah exactly <laughs> so yeah i've read that on uh some website or something i was like that's really interesting why they were you know because they said the original writing of the of the, the title i'm like original writing you know how they wrote it out like oh that's really cool you know it's the vv makes the w so yeah i thought that's pretty cool yes and it's very interesting too it's like like i mentioned it's a very love it or hate it um but if you know kind of a lot about the genre then you will see so many odes throughout this film. Like the ergot I was mentioning before, there's a pot of mm -hmm. it exactly right. in this film. There's just a bunch of little tiny things that a lot of people won't recognize. But dude, this this film, I I think it's very terrifying. I, I do think that the first half is a little bit better. Um, but I think overall it's, it's a good enough film to fit in my top five. And honestly, I had to knock a couple out that I didn't really feel comfortable knocking really? out. But I felt like this... Yes, I felt like this kind of had to be. In hmm, interesting. All right. Well, very good. I I approve. So, good deal. Uh, anything else before we uh, take it to my number five? Nope, that's all I got for The Witch. All right, dude. Sounds good. My number five is a classic. Uh, people watch this film every Halloween to get in the spirit of Halloween. Uh, it's none other than Hocus Pocus. Hocus fucking Pocus. Yeah, Hell yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. 1993. Um I mean, Matt Midler and uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. I mean, you, you just can't you can't beat this movie. I'm telling you, like it's the whole family can enjoy it. Uh, it's just fun. It has some you know some witch lore behind it, and you know has a good storyline and uh, some good singing. And you know I'm not I'm not all about the uh, the musical stuff, but at the same point, I really do enjoy how they incorporate it into this film. Uh, but it's it's just a very very fun film. Uh, so many different scenes, I guess, you know, like a little quote, you know, it's really funny. Uh, and did you, have you you've seen it, of course, right? Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. I had the biggest heart on for Sarah Jessica Parker when I was little. <laughs> oh, wow. I didn't realize how much of a foot she looked like until I grew up. <laughs> wow, dude. That's the second time you, br you brutalized her. Oh, my God. Ooh, first, oh, oh, shit, that's right. You have hounded that girl to the... Mm, okay, Just, if you're listening, Sarah, please. Uh, it's all him. It's not me. I'm cool with you. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I didn't mean to get on her that hard. Ooh, man, shit. you have rode her hard and put her up soaking wet, dude. Damn. Okay. All right. <laughs> Woo. Oh, anyway. Uh, um, what, what's really cool about this film is the fact that uh, at one point, I think Disney was... Uh, they, they had a different script. They were going to put out a different film. A lot, it was going to be a lot darker and a lot scarier, which I'm like, oh, I want to see that cut of that film. And then they're actually going to turn into like, a, like the one they have now, they're going to turn into like a, a TV special. And they decided to go ahead and roll it out as, as a film. And it, you know, it didn't do well at first, but I think the, the cult following, it's, it's definitely um, amassed since then has definitely helped it to, to grow to its status it has now. But um, just a fantastic film from start to finish. Uh, just puts you in that Halloween mood. I mean, it's just, oh God, I love it. I fucking love it. I watch it every, every Halloween with my kids and they love it. And, um, hope oh, to yeah. hope to show my grandkids that you know it just it just it's such a fantastic film so 
It's yeah. kind of hard to beat the Halloween atmosphere in this film. I'm telling you, dude, it is uh, perfect. Oh my god, and it's fun. it's interesting that you mentioned the cult status. I think that's so interesting that some movies just like bomb when they come out, and then just over the years, people kind of learn to love them. And I just think that's such an interesting phenomenon that you know when a movie comes out, people are like, "Eh, that fucking sucks," and then give it like ten, fifteen years, it just kind of like ages like fine wine. Mm-hmm. You know, or Jennifer Aniston, and it just fucking turns into this masterpiece somehow. I you totally know? agree. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, what's funny is, here's a little tidbit for the movie that I think is interesting. Uh, the role of Max Dennison was originally offered to Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio. He turned it down to be in What's oh, Eating Gilbert Grape. So what if, what if Leo was in this movie, dude? Think about that. Dude, I would, think it would have been a lot bigger. I totally agree. I mean, it's, I mean, it's big now, but can you imagine it would have been bigger to start with and probably even a bigger cult following now just because he would have been in it. So I think that's really interesting to find out. So um, anyway, but yeah, that's uh, that's all I got for Hocus Pocus. Let's you got something else you want to add. Oh, man, I just can't really like up that film enough. It's just so much fun. It and it, it is it does have kind of like that creepiness throughout, you know, that mm-hmm. that films don't really do that great of a job anymore i know it's when sad. they pertain to children it's so sad they kind of want to like wash it and kind of take a lot of the horror aspects out of it but kids are stronger than you think they can handle that shit they really can. you know i watched goosebumps back to back uh when i was like eight years old and i'm fine yeah. i mean not i mean Dude, you're not I'm fine decent i guess you like demon wind hello what the fuck that's you you're fucked up i mean <laughs> Beyond, I'm not even gonna touch that. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know the word foobar? That is you to the T. So I just put that I'm there. fucking conjuring up a charm right now. Throw it, your ass, so you like that movie. Dude, it's not gonna happen. I'm telling you. I got my, I got my uh, masterpiece. My, uh, my, my protection around me. I got my Bible in my hand, ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. Cross, Ten bucks. You don't got a Bible in your hand. I got my, my I do. I do have my, my, uh, my I have a Bible, a Bible app on my phone. So there you go. Ha ha. My phone in my hand. <laughs> shit. So, ah, so shit. take that shithead. I did not think of that. You got me. <laughs> oh, thinking of that, I got to give my, uh, my my top names too at the end of the end of the podcast. So yeah, stay tuned to that as well. I almost forgot about that. So, oh yeah, for you changing your name. That's right. Yeah. I told you that, that brought, staying Shafi and brought it back to my <laughs> to my mind, <laughs> which is not one of my names. <laughs> I just I thought that's kind of funny. <laughs> anyway, I digress. So <laughs> okay, uh, that's that's that wraps up number five. So uh, let's hear your uh, number four, man. all right so this was originally going to be kind of my mysterious pick right one that people weren't expecting but you kind of blew the lid off of hocus pocus it's wizard of oz oh damn i am very very yes holy crap Yes. Now I was kind of gonna like you know blow the fucking lid off the jar here. Is ooh surprise? It's not really horror. Well, okay. If no, if you think this movie isn't a horror movie, dude, it's scary fuck as fuck. You. It is scary as hell. This movie scares the ever living shit out of me. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just I could name off ten things that I find terrifying right now, like the flying monkeys, the the fucking wicked witch of the west, the, wi- the wicked witch of the east's feet, how they curl up like a goddamn mm-hmm. snake. You know? <laughs> like Beetlejuice is like mom or something, you know? <laughs> oh, I just hate the way her feet move, dude. Totally and those weird. fucking socks, those are atrocious. Yeah, they are pretty bad. Oh <laughs> so, my god, you talk about this stuff, and I'm like thinking about it. I'm like, damn, that is fucking freaky as shit. But yeah, this movie is very yeah. fucked up, and, and, and it's so dark too. And no, I was like, you've heard the whole, you know, the the 
one of the uh, the short people, you know, hung themselves in the back, and you've heard that that you know, whole yes. lore and seen the pictures and stuff, and then they debunked that. But I honestly think that it's real. So, well, see the the only version of the film that you could see that on was the like the old VHS, and I remember I had a slumber party once with a bunch of my boys. Shout out to my boys, um, and we literally were just engulfed in this film and all of the the myths and the conspiracies in this, and we. I had having the old VHS, we plugged it in and, and kind of watched it, and we like dissected this motherfucker better than a frog in the seventh grade, right? Yeah. So we were watching this film, pausing it bit by bit, and we're like, oh shit, that's a fucking crane. Oh. That's a crane moving its head. That's not a little person swinging. You so, think? yeah, it was kind of a, I want to say it was a letdown, but I don't it's know. Not dude. I don't know, dude. I mean, God forbid, I don't. I don't want someone to be committing suicide on a fucking set of a 1939 film. I don't either, but, but still, I'd be cool as fuck if they had, you know. <laughs> just, yeah, just and it's just – this is one of those films that is just – just it's it's beautiful. Like to to watch the, the meaning behind it, just all of the things that made this film what it ended up being, man. It's just so much fun. Like if you had to look up kind of behind-the-scenes thing for any film – check this one out man like there the imdb is just chock full of stats and facts for this film and it, it's just it's it's amazing yep i totally it agree. really is and margaret hamilton is the uh, uh the wicked witch of the west she actually they had to cut scenes out because she was too scary really holy shit like she fucking owned this role oh, dude she, she owned this role better than a bakery you know what i'm saying <laughs> like fucking i'll tell you what man and it's just it's cool man the the, the horses had were covered in jello crystals to change their color you know and they had to film quickly because the motherfuckers kept trying to lick them off you know the jello off because i guess horses like jello right. so that's a thing yeah yeah they do so yeah. and, and it's cool too man mm-hmm. it, it's really cool you know just hey let's sprinkle some fucking jello on these animals yep i totally i mean that's you know back then you know there's they had limited resources so they gotta make you know make the best of what they have so i love that the fact because those are all like seriously like you know uh kit i call them kitchen uh, kitchen practical effects because you're pulling shit out of the kitchen yes. to try to make stuff work i love that like that's just so roots you know so i'm all about that. oh yeah so Definitely. Now, speaking of like pulling things out of your ass for this, uh, the scenes, the uh, snow in the poppy field. This I fucking cracked up when I found this out. Mm-hmm. The snow in the poppy field was industrial grade uh, chrysotile asbestos. Oh shit! So always looking out for the health of their actors. Uh, was it Universal that made this film? I don't know who made this film, but always top notch safety precautions. Oh, of course. I mean, you know, they they really care about their their employees. You know, just like every other company that's out there. You know, it's all yeah. about the employees. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm not. I'm gonna quit sucking the dick at this movie. It's like I, this is just kind of one of those movies that is very nostalgic to me, and it, it it's just I could go on and on dude, this, about it. Dude, and this film was made for. Go ahead. I was saying this movie has a big dick to suck, so I would say suck away, my friend. Oh yeah, and this film was made for two point seven million dollars back in the day, back Damn, in thirty nine. Oh, that is brutal. That's that, that's expensive yeah. as hell. Oh yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. Which translates into forty-eight million today. True. So, I mean, they've made. There you go. They, More Wizard of Oz than you all could ever hope. I mean, they, but they've made you know money hand over fist on that movie, so they made their money back, you know, in you know hundredfold easily. So, but uh. Oh God, yeah. That's awesome. That is really cool because that's one of those films that you know it needs to be seen by everybody at least one time just to make sure you've seen it. So, yeah, I, I agree with your pick there. So. Props, brother. Yeah, and I think when people think of the traditional witch, they think of you know the green with the mm-hmm. the long ass Pinocchio nose and and you know the pointy hat riding brooms. I, I do think the riding brooms thing was a thing before this film, yeah. 
but this film just kind of catapulted witches into the minds of every child and good god did it burn it into the minds of children everywhere oh hell yeah dude i mean god yeah it freaked out a lot of my friends like, i didn't really it didn't really scare me but a lot of my friends were really scared of it growing up so i do remember them telling you know, tell me about that so yeah i i'm with you man but, uh, well, look at Jerry with his balls of steel, not scared of Wizard of Oz. I just wasn't. I mean, I did not. I, mean, I was very scared of a bunch of things, but Wizard of Oz was not one of them. So I, I don't. I don't really know why. I can't really tell you. I can't explain why I wasn't scared about it. I really don't. So I just, just wasn't. But yeah, my balls were not made of steel. Trust me, at all. <laughs> there, I would say. Is it aluminum? I, I, or, I would uh, say more about it. Let's just move on with my balls. Let's just leave those balls alone. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right, away from Jerry's balls. What do you got at number, number four? <laughs> my number four. <laughs> wow. Okay. My number four is 2009's Drag Me to Hell. Um, I, I kind of think you have this on your list already, but I'm just going to go talk about it. I'll just kind of leave some stuff hanging out there. Um, Spoiler alert, I don't. Oh, shit. Okay, well, never mind then. Yeah. I'll just, uh, just talk about it a lot then. Uh, this movie, if, if you're an Evil Dead fan, you have to watch this film because Evil Dead is all over the shit. Uh, Sam Raimi has, of course, he's, uh, you know, the, the, he's the script writer, you know, but he's also, he also directed as well. Uh, no, you know what? I don't think he directed it. I think it was. Uh, he was definitely involved. He was involved. Yeah, yeah I can't remember the director's name. You know what? Let me find out real fast because I know it wasn't Sam, but it was none other than if I can draw this out any farther. Fuck me with a wooden dildo. Um, damn it! Of course, you know, of course, when you don't want to try to find something, it doesn't pop up. What the hell, man? Anyway, oh, if you yeah. know the director, you know the director, and. Oh, oh, I was wrong. The director is Sam Raimi. So, okay, never mind. I dig. Oh, shit. After all that bullshit. We would have. There it is. Oh, motherfucker. We could have skipped through so many hoops. Anyway, the hoops are fun to jump through anyway. But uh, anyway, like I said, Evil Dead is all over this film. And it's, it's like I said, I've, I'm not a huge fan of Evil Dead, but I love this film. And I don't, I can't really, t- I think it takes it, it's a more serious look at a Sam Raimi film. I think that's why I like it so much is because it's a little more serious. The Evil Dead is a little too cheesy for me. But this takes this has a good balance of cheese and serious. Uh, it works so well together. Uh, so many callbacks, a lot of things in Evil Dead, like the eighty-eight Delta is in it, and uh, just some of the things they talk about and uh, reference, and it's just it's just great. Um, this woman gets cursed because she won't give an extension to an old lady uh, that happens to be a uh, a gypsy witch uh, on her house, and they end up kicking her out, and uh, she curses her. And then her whole life just starts to turn to shit, and uh, it's just fantastic. Um, there's a lot of you know that old lady is gross. Oh, shit. dude, and she, you know, and she's sitting there at the at the table, you know, and, and uh, the lady's trying to talk about talk to her boss about giving her an extension, and she sees like this candy on the on the table, and she literally takes her teeth out and starts sucking on the the candy, and you're like you're like you're like oh my god, <laughs> and then she starts to walk back over, and she's like she like spits the candy out and then puts her teeth back, in. you're like oh god, just please just get the fuck out, I can't stand it anymore. The scene that I'm thinking of was when she's like on top of her in the bed and she's just like throwing yeah, she's up like, like all yeah, her face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's disgusting. Uh, or or the scene where she's in the uh, in the cabin or the little. Uh, shed and she like literally sticks her hand down the chick's throat (laughs) yeah dude this bitch is she's creepy she she, it's perfect like it it plays in this film so well and it's just it's a creepy film uh you know it's it's cool because it's witches and demons and hell and kind of satan and has all kind of mixed in together and this is just nice little you know sam Raimi evil dead package i love it um so uh yeah dragging me to hell is one of my favorite uh Favorite, just kind of like off the wall films is kind of because it is kind of off the wall, but off the wall is a good 
way to describe it. Yeah, it really it. is. So, but if you haven't seen this movie, seriously, go out. You know, what the fuck is wrong with you? Go watch it. Oh, there's, my, there's my catchphrase. Cha-ching! <laughs> yeah, snuck that right in there, That's didn't right. you? <laughs> yeah. so, anyway. it, it's not truly your catchphrase unless you immediately say afterwards, yeah, my catchphrase. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you know about it. <laughs> but you, you've, seen, you've seen the movie, right? Of course, maybe you've you kind of alluded to it, but you've seen it, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah, I like this one a lot. Anything you want to add? The ending is really like heart wrenching too. Like that, like it really sucks. Like I'm not going to give it away, obviously, but she, basically everything's figured out, and she has to do this little thing. But there's a little mix up, and then it's it's just a it's a it's not a happy. But it, and, and like the first time I saw it, I didn't see it coming at all because you think you know what's happening. Oh yeah, and no. Like all of a sudden, oh my god, that, that just happened. So yeah, it's uh, and the ending like the the CGI is a little cheesy, but it works so well with the way that it ends. I love, it's, it's it's good, it's really good. So, oh yeah, this film has my stamp of approval. Definitely check it out. It's a awesome, good one. Awesome. All right, man. Let's move on to your number three. Three. Autopsy of Jane Doe. Oh, nice, dude. Very nice. I like this film. Now, this is another film that I could suck the ever-living hell out of. It's uh, oh. appendage. <laughs> I, I was like, I don't know how to make this sound right. But, no, you, you, you dude, honestly. You strung it out. <laughs> <laughs> dude, this is probably one of my favorite modern horror films. And now a lot of people may be asking, how can how is this a witch film? Oh, Just be. fucking watch it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. This film is so unique in the fact that after watching this movie, you never realize the acting chops of someone who just had to lay still and act dead the whole time. I agree. But fuck, dude. I agree completely, man. You nailed it. It's a, you know, like you said, it seems so simple, but man, it's fantastically done. Yeah. Uh, this film is chilling as hell, dude. Like, it's just about a father and a son um, dissecting a corpse at like midnight and there's a huge storm so they can't get out and then as they kind of dig deeper into this corpse um you know shit kind of goes crazy and it just goes crazier and crazier and they find out more and more things about this woman and it's a it's a hell of a movie like like i said man it is this although it's it's three on my witch list it's one of my favorite movies yeah i agree it's it's the creep factors at at a hundred and the way they kind of just unfold all of it and how different things kind of add into the story as it goes along. I love the way that kind of builds to the end. So um, definitely just, uh, and, and just it, like the way that the, it's a father and son, right. That are the, the, the mortician and then the, uh, I guess his assistant, I guess their father and son and the way they kind of play off each other the entire time is just fantastic. So, Oh yeah. And like I said, there's three people in pretty much this entire movie. And it's, it's one of those things where it could easily get boring if you could just imagine these two people in a, in a crematorium with a body, but Oh my God, dude. Oh my, like it, like the bell on the toes of the dead people. Oh dude, that's freaky as shit. And then the lights go out and you fucking hear that bell ringing. Like, Mm -hmm. Oh if that happened to you personally, you'd probably shit your pants easily. Oh, dip me in sugar. I'm shitting my pants for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. Okay, sorry. Just you, you caught me off guard when you said that. So, no, I'm just glad people find find me funny. Honestly, I, I, find, you, I find you fucking hilarious. So, uh, yeah, I tune in every day. Every, every time to hear just you talk. So, you know, who's the other guy? The other guy fucking sucks. So. <laughs> oh. That's an old dude. Um, anyway, that's the first my old personal reference. Oh my god, I haven't said I'm old the yeah, entire time. You, wow. 
That's yeah, crazy. over 30 minutes in, man. Great. That's crazy, dude. <laughs> You're doing good. <laughs> yeah. I'll reward you with your applesauce cup after the episode. <laughs> Yay! You can play bingo, too. It won't be bingo or, you know, you yeah. or something. All right, sweet. Sweet, sweet. Uh, late bedtime for me. Um, all right, moving along to my number three. Um, before I tell it, uh, well, you know, I guess I'll just say it first and I'll kind of expound on it. Uh, my number three is 2018's Suspiria remake. Um, I, I don't like the original. I, I can't even make it to like the first 15 minutes of the original. I've tried like three I'm times. Grow up, dude! I'm telling you, I just, I could not do it. I don't know why. Like the you know the, you know, like the famous kill at the first with the the lady hanging from the rafters and she's all bloody and so her head like cocked to the side. Like that was yeah. that looked really cool, but like the build up is okay. You know, I talked about earlier about Evil Dead being too cheesy. This is just the cheese is like it's like soupy. Like it's like there's no oh, sustenance yeah. to it. It's just it's I can't grab on anything. There's nothing there to really. That's that seventies yeah. Italian good good. Yeah, see, I'm not a big Italian horror fan. I, I hate that. I really yeah. I hate that about myself. I really do. I'm gonna get there. I swear. But right now, well, you like what you like. You yeah, know? true. But I I you know people say they talk so much you know good stuff about Italian uh, directors and, and films. And I'm like, God, I just can't get into it. But it, I, like I said, I'm old and seen it all, so that I'll probably have a lot to do with it. But um, this remake for me. Uh, is it's very 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 well done. Um, it kind of starts out um, with uh, Chloe Martz Grace, and she's talking to you think like a you think it's like I think it's like a psychologist, but telling you know that she's being watched and that she has escaped this place and that you know things are going on there that you know can't really figure out because it kind of sets the stage for oh fuck what has she been into and where has she been, and then it takes you into this uh, into this ballet uh, school. Dakota Fan, or I'm sorry, Dakota Fanning, Dakota Johnson, excuse me. Um, she is superb in this film. She does. And actually, I heard that she, I think she formally trained to be a, ball, a ballerina for two years before she did this movie, which is awesome because it definitely shows uh, in the film. Um, but, but yeah, but it's just, like I said, I don't want to ruin anything for people who haven't seen it yet because it's a very fantastic film, but it takes you on this ride of just so many things going on about you think you figure yourself out about. You know what, the, and of course, the I'll just tell you because we're in the subgenre of witches that there are witches that run this academy or this school, and but you're not really sure how deep it goes or who is exactly the witch and who's not, or you know there are multiple ones. And um, but the ending to this movie is batshit fucking crazy, and I fucking love it. Um, I'm telling you, if you haven't seen it before, a lot of people saw it and didn't like it. A lot of people saw it and did like it, but I'm just telling you, it does everything a remake should do. Uh, it kind of Changed the storyline a little bit to kind of make it you know, more updated, um, and it, it adds that sustenance to the. There's no, there's really no cheese in this film either. It's really a serious, dark, uh, witchy film, and I really fucking love this movie. Um, just for everything it is. You do see old man butt. Yeah, you do see that, but you know, I mean, what's wrong with old man butt? I got an old man butt. I mean, people want to see my butt, right? <laughs> right. You want to hear what I think about this film? Go ahead, tell me. I hated it. Fuck you. Um, but let me let me tell you why. Now I'm a Just very optimistic you. moviegoer. I I always try you and like see the most positive w- I can out of it. But you like I Demon just Wick, thought, so fuck off. No comment. Well, but with this movie, I just <laughs> <laughs> I just it was just extremely bland to me. Um, I may or may not have some more to say about the original, but that was my problem was that I went into this movie kind of wanting the original, and this film. It is not. 
Um, oh, it's not. You're right. It's now, not. I, I extremely, really, really wanted to rewatch it for this um, episode, but it's just, oh god, dude, it was so dry. It was so boring, and the colors were lifeless. And uh, granted, there was some batshit ass scenes. I'll tell you what, but I, I went and saw this at um, one of my local like theater houses and i chewed a piece of gum for the entirety of the film two and a half or two hours and 30 minutes and my jaw wasn't as sore as my eyelids from trying to keep them open wow yeah. uh are, are you now i now well, 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 real fast you're talking about the colors let me read that i found this on a website it says unlike the original film which uses exaggerated colors uh this current director conceived uh suspiria as winterish and bleak absence of primary colors and that i think that is very accurate to this film it is a very bleak film you go into it, and it's it's like you you're taking this trip with this one uh, this one lady, and you're like trying to see where she's going to go, and it doesn't seem to be working out, and everything is kind of you know down, and you're like it's real depressing, and I think the colors reflect that. I don't I, you know I think the absence of all the bright primary colors is definitely one of the strong points of this film. So yeah, I mean uh, don't get me wrong, I, I loved the empowerment of the female sexuality throughout, and there was a beautiful ambiance that surrounded that. And, and again, the ending. I can't emphasize the ending enough. It was a, it was a good ending that kind of was very surprising given the the tone of the entire film. It was just absolutely batshit. Mm-hmm. But there was just some political undertones to it, and I just kind of found it to be a little dry. Uh, yeah. But then again, I'm totally open to rewatch. Like this is definitely a film I need to rewatch without the mindset of hopefully it's like the original, which yeah, I need, just need to throw that out the window. We need, yeah, we have, yeah, you do really, you really do. You need to rewatch it with I me mean, when we uh, go to Kansas city for the, for Crypticon. Seriously, we put this up and we'll put it on and watch it together. And I'll explain to you why movies are good and why the movies you like suck. So we'll get that out of the way right Definitely. away. So yeah, Perfect. I'm down for it too. All right. Good deal. Glad you don't have problems with that. <laughs> well, you just took that just like you're just, oh, I won't go into that. But anyway, you just, you took that really well. <laughs> Yeah, don't talk uh, shit to people about movies they like, Jerry. Yeah, whatever. I mean, you talk shit to me about fucking DW. I'm gonna call it DW. I'm not gonna say the name anymore. DW forever. D- so. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like DW. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Dark. Yeah, Dark? I was, you had me for a second. <laughs> uh, but we digress once more. Uh, yes. Let's move on to our number two pick. Is my number two pick is uh, it's a good one. So, what do you have for number two? I have Suspiria from 1977. <laughs> wow. All right, back into it. All right, let's... Yep, coming... Put your back on. Coming off our, our entire spiel, I thought it was very interesting that you had yours at number three, and then I could kind of talk about this one after. I mentioned all that I didn't like about the remake. Let me tell you what all I liked about the original. Now, the use of color makes this entire film feel like it, you're in a dream. It's very dreamlike uh, feel to it. And it's the soundtrack of this film is one of the all-time favorites. And Tom York, who did the um, remakes soundtrack, was just so boring to me. It, granted, it, it was kind of, it was dreamy and whatnot. I don't know. I just need to rewatch the original. But I'm here to talk er, – re- remake, excuse me. I'm here to talk about the original right now. There you go. This film is just – it was so visually stunning. Um, I remember the first time I watched it just, just several years ago, you know, as – I got really into horror films and this was kind of Italian cinema was one of the last boxes I checked off in terms of what I liked. And 
there's just I can totally get why people don't like Italian uh older Italian movies because you know you have the the unmatched sinking of the lips, you have the over the top acting, you have the gore that looks obviously fake, you know, and it's it's definitely a niche thing that you got to learn to love. It's it's giallo, which is pretty much the early Italian oh, version you of say, an American slasher. Giallo, like G E L L O. G Giallo. Giallo you Sorry, sorry. <laughs> <Pudding> <laughs> pop. Um, yeah, no, th- I just found Sup- the original Suspiria. Honestly, it's probably my third favorite Dario Argento film. But in terms of kind of witches, it's it's a very sl- slow and steady descent into the story of witches kind of taking over this ballet studio and everything in this film is just so beautiful um it's just very visually pleasing and then that's kind of what my qualms with the remake was that it's the antithesis of it so to speak the opposite and um that's kind of not what i was wanting but original suspiria i I liked it. Um, I already know your opinion on it. <laughs> you said you couldn't sit within the past ten, the first ten fifteen minutes. It's, it's definitely kind of a learned thing to love. Is these older seventh Italian films? Yeah, that's that's a very good way to put that. Learn because it is you really have to learn because I, I, I said I, I've tried three times to watch it. I'm not, I'm not even kidding you. Three times, and like the first fifteen minutes, I'm like, ah, oh, like, like the farthest I've gotten like is that scene where she's hanging from the Raptors, and I'm like. I, I don't know if I can go farther or it's just was like, Oh, okay. Well, I guess that is what it is. You know, I've given my best shot and it's just, I, I think I'm just really old. I, I honestly, people say that I'm not old. No, I am just old because I cannot like good cinema. And people say this is great cinema. I just don't get it. I really don't. Well, if you were old, you would probably like this. But now see, I, I would like to, you know, I watched it like a long time ago and then liked it now, but like I'm watching it now as being an old fogey. So it's like, I don't, I just don't want to say, see what I'm oh, on there, you know, okay. youngins, I swear. Anyway. Oh yeah. Oh man. All right. Well, anything to talk about more about this movie? Anything else you want to add? Uh, no, no. I th- I like Suspiria original. You don't. You like the remake? We'll I don't. In the middle somewhere. Yeah, it is. It's it interesting. Is. We'll, we'll have to show each other the original and the remake. You know, see if we can kind of get each other to like. You know, whatever. So that'll be fun. At least I'll watch it with you. The bromance continues. Okay, uh, moving along to my number two. <laughs> now, here, here is – okay, okay. I, I kind of want to know what you thought my number one was because I think you're going to be surprised. Just just tell me what you, what you think my number one is. I don't want to say it. Like, oh, Damn it. I want you to say I, it. I okay, can't. You know, I can't like, say it. I, I think that you think my number two is my number one because I did switch at the last minute. I switched my number two from my number one. So – Okay, then, yeah, it's probably what you're thinking. Yeah. So my number two film is none other than The Craft. Yep, that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, very good. So that's, what, that's what I figured. So, um, yeah, it was my number one spot, but my number one now bumped it out. So uh, that says something about number one, my number one. So, if you know, once we get to that point, we'll, we'll discuss that. But The Craft, what else can you say about The Craft? Um, fucking phenomenal film. I mean, my girl, Nev Campbell's in it. I mean – quintessential 90s movie uh you know the empowerment of women it's just it's all over the place you know you know witches are fucking awesome you know and just the the practical effects and uh you know there's very little cgi in this film which i love um it's just it's about uh three girls that are currently which are into wiccan and witches and everything and they meet a third and they decide to incorporate her into their their coven 
and turns out that she's like, you know what, y'all are fucking going off the deep end with all this uh, men on shit. You know, I don't really agree with it. Um, so they fight her, and I it's, it's I won't give away the ending at all, but it's just a badass film from start to fucking finish. This film was also uh, the first film that uh, it was the first film that Nev and uh, Skeet Ulrich are in together because then they were in Scream later on. This is this was the first wide release film for Nev Campbell. Uh, there's some, some Nev knowledge for you. Drop there, boom, Mike on the floor. So yeah, um, but yeah, they would go later on to go on and, and be in Scream together, which I think is all. I think that kind of played into why they were so good in Scream together because they already had a movie under their belt. So um, I love that. So and also this film was rumored to have some really strange things go on on the set while they're filming it, which I think is also just awesome. Um, kind of puts more to the lore of the film of how good it actually is. Um, they actually were, I think they were actually had some actual witches on set giving them stuff, you know, about the different things uh, about you know, like the Wiccan culture and uh, just all like that. So I think that's really cool how they kind of incorporate all that into the real life stuff into the movie as well, too. So um, just, uh, I know it is fucking awesome. Of course, you've seen it. You have to have seen it. Yeah, I've seen it. Of course, of course. Uh, but it's just, it's fucking phenomenal. It's all right. All right, anybody looking for to do a podcast, please uh, get in touch with me. DM me at uh, The Shape of Revenge. Um, you want to take that back, Mr. DW? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, there's something else I was going to say about this film, and I can't I can't remember what I was going to say, but um, I guess I was going to say it was just badass. So let's just end off with that. So um, I think we're uh, we're finally at number one. here yes, so finally give us your number one pick my friend plot twist i love the craft oh yes very good I yes very, very good. yes i tried to throw you off there you see see what i did there I, yeah, yeah you did you did you definitely did <laughs> yep so the craft from 1996 man my favorite witch movie um holy shit dude this this is probably the film that boasts the most attractive cast of all time I so agree. you know you got Robin Tunney, you got Fruza Bulk, you've got Neve Campbell, you've got Skeet Ulrich, you got Brecken Meyer is a fucking little shithead. That guy pisses me off in this movie. <laughs> he really does. <laughs> and it's just the the there's a certain tone that films have or don't have, so to speak, that really make them or break them. And this one is just so much fun. Like this, it, it's a very coming of age type film. You know you you really care about these characters and that's a that's a thing you really care about the main fucking girl in this man and it's it's just it's it's a great movie and i'll tell you what i watched it for the first time ever for this list what yeah yeah it's been one of those movies that always evaded me wow i watched it days ago and i absolutely fell in love i think you and vanessa uh as well y'all both uh first time watch so i think she just watched it today actually for the very first time so wow that's crazy you want to give her a shout out Vanessa, I'm very proud of you for buying that movie today, and I hope you did watch it like you said you were going to, so we'll talk about it later. Awesome. Well, by shout-out, I meant her uh, Instagram name. So people oh, know. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm old. Uh, it's, it's past my bedtime, too, so I mean, I'm kind of falling asleep at the same time. Uh, Vanessa the Vampress, uh, go go follow her. She's a badass. I'm telling you, she's one of the coolest people on Instagram. The girl that brought us together. That's right. She did. She is the reason that we have this podcast, so thank you again for the second time. 
Um, yeah. So thanks, girl. Yeah, continue, sir. Okay. Yeah, but no, the craft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back to just, it. <laughs> just charming. There's just charm about this film, man. It's fun. Fruzabalk. Oh my goodness, man. Fruzabalk. There's not enough nice things I could say. Me and Jerry just recently went to a convention that had um, both Neve Campbell and Fruzabalk, and it was just really cool to see them. They're still both extremely beautiful, and I'm just really happy that this movie exists yeah i totally agree and, and you know and she has like that look about her where she's she's a badass for she's a badass woman i'm telling you man she, she's the original goth queen seriously dude. i was about to say that exact same thing dude. she's just phenomenal i mean her acting chops in this film she's so like it's just powerful to watch her kind of do her thing in this film um and she actually she is a, a actual wiccan she Knew all the stuff going in. She kind of gave him pointers also on the set as well. So that was kind of cool. Damn. Yeah. So she was all about it, man. This film was all her. So yeah, good stuff. Yeah, she's a badass. She, yeah, she really is. Her and and uh, both, man. So we're here for number one. You uh, you said you switched the craft to number two, which the entire time, the second we we uh made talked about doing witches, I was like instantly. Yep. The craft yeah. is fucking Jerry's number one. I mentioned to him, I was like, I already know you're number one. I could have swore it was the craft. I almost think that's why you changed it. You might I know. You, knew what, you knew what I was thinking. No, actually, like I say, up, up until just the other day, it was my number one. But I rewatched this film from the half of my number one, and, I, and this film just really it hit. Okay, well, I'll just I'll just say what it is because I got to go into a. You, you, okay, never mind. I'll just say it. My number one film is 2015's The Witch. Um. In, Ooh, nice. So number five goes to number one. So yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting how that kind of was going to play out. You said that you know the first time you watched it, the first couple of times you watched it, you just couldn't get into it. I was the same way. The first time I saw this film, I fucking hated it. Um, it just didn't, it didn't catch my eye. It was kind of boring. I was like, okay, this you know it hyped up so much, and then it just turned to shit. I'm like, well, fuck. Okay, whatever. Moving along, and actually got a a tip to watch it again and really to pay attention to the storyline and the way it kind of all unfolds. So I gave it another watch, fell in love with this movie big time. Um, but it wasn't at that time, at the same point, it wasn't really all that important to me. So I'm like, okay, you know, it's still a great film, but not really that great. Well, I watched it the other night, for the, uh, you know, like the third or fourth time. And just watching it back, it is, it is the creepiest film I've ever seen. Um, yeah, without a doubt. Just the scene alone, and I'm going to spoil a little bit about this. I'm not going to spoil the whole movie, but just one scene, it just, I, it, it just gets me to the core uh the the baby of the family gets kidnapped oh god by the witch oh my yes. god yeah. and you see the baby laying there it gives me chills just thinking about i know that. dude it's it's uh, that's that's why it's almost that scene kind of is what solidified number one for me because it gave me just it, it just rocked my core you see the baby laying there it's all sweet and everything you see the witch kind of coming up to it and then you kind of know like it kind of just lingers on the baby for a minute you're like what, what's going on and then it shows the witch from behind she is totally naked which is very disturbing. Um, and she's like, she's uh, there's like this big vat and she has like this churner and she's churning something in this vat. And immediately you go, Oh fuck. That's the baby. She's churning in that thing. And when I realized that for the very first time, my heart sank into my shoes. I was like, Holy fuck. That is messed up. And just, like I said, and just from that point on, just the creep factor just gets worse and worse. Um, it's like the whole fact that uh, the the brother goes out to find the baby, and the brother gets uh, kind of kidnapped and kind of fucked up. And that that kid, that 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 boy that plays the brother, he is a phenomenal actor. The scene where I won't say what happens, but he his acting chops in that scene just blow me away. Like I just to this day, I'm like, damn, he's so good at that. 
Um, but I think Anya Taylor-Joy as well in this film is just phenomenal. The way that they portray their characters is just perfect. Uh, just the whole thing is just awesome. And speaking in the way they do, too, the old, like, folktale, like, New England accent, you know, where ye, oh, he, though, yeah, thee, yeah. you know, and it's they and th- they fucking nailed it dude and i always think that there's such beauty and simplicity well this film is just that times 10 you know it's just just sit down watch the film kind of let the the, the score kind of guide you down this journey dude and honestly one of the haunting scenes to me it's so simple it was a scene a scene of just the woods yes. from their viewpoint and then it's that like that chanting the oh mm, like the music in this and like I said the chanting and the God. whole the, all that together just is so fucking creepy man I just I love it it kind of gave me the feeling of hereditary yes you're exactly right dude that's so you nailed it you perfectly nailed that yeah so if you're a fan of hereditary and haven't seen the witch then check it out or vice versa if you've seen the witch and haven't seen hereditary check them both I out because hereditary. those are two of probably one of my favorite horror films yep. that's just absolutely haunting yep. and uh, two things i want to talk about this movie real fast before, before we wrap this up uh one was the thing you know black phillip black phillip gets a lot of um notoriety in a lot of different circles you know they talk about him a lot black phillips in this movie and he gets not very much screen time the reason being is the fact that the girl wasn't very well trained so there was a lot of other scenes planned for him but they just couldn't get him to cooperate, which really pisses me off because I love that goat, man. He's fucking badass, dude. I think it's. <laughs> I think it's hilarious, though. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Like, no, send a Satan. Like, goat. this goat was such a fucking asshole. And he wouldn't cooperate. Yeah, I mean, he was playing Satan, so. <laughs> yeah, I heard he even tore the dad's uh, like muscles in his ribs at one point too. Like, he kept fucking headbutting the Ralph Innocent, <laughs> the guy with the voice deeper than uh, the Mariana Trench. Yeah. I just love listening to this dude he talk because it's like like the deepest voice you can imagine, and it, it's. It's creepy, but like calming almost at the same time. It's very. It is, it's you're right, exactly. It's it's in, in the way that toward the end of the film, like he's trying to make sense of all this going on, and like you said, the way he talks and the way that the, the accent and the way that the words are coming out just kind of almost mesmerize you and kind of just suck you into the film. Oh yeah. So yeah, I just I just I love this film. But one more thing too, that was really cool. Uh, the premise is based on America's uh, first witch hysteria, set 62 years before the infamous Salem, Salem witch trials in Massachusetts. Ooh. So this kind of predates all that, which kind of makes it even cooler as to say at the end of the film, you see some cool stuff that kind of lead right into that. I won't give away what happens at the end, but it kind of leads into the whole Salem Witch Trial thing, which I think is pretty cool. So um, be a sort of that ending is dude, insane, it, it is, too. It's crazy. Oh, I was going to watch it again right now. <laughs> it's all so much fun. I know. But anyway, so oh, yeah. yeah, so that was my big switcheroo. So um yeah, this, like I said, this film just really captured my heart again. Just the other night, I'm like, damn, it's so fucking good. So, yep. There, there you have it. Top fives in the in the book. Um, now I think it is time for our favorite thing. What do you got for us? Uh, it's shit pick time. Hey, kids. It's time for Kevin's shit pick of the week. All right, shit pick time. What do you got for us this week? All right, so I've got Blair Witch Project. Um, Two. Oh, thank Book of Shadows. God. I was like, the <laughs> fuck? I thought they do that. It's, it's very interesting that we haven't mentioned Blair Witch Project other than well, the Hoxton films. Uh, yeah, I, I think the reason is the fact that we talked about it a lot on the uh, the found footage. You know, and honestly, it, it would have landed on my top five, but I, didn't, I wanted to be a little more diverse and kind of give more of a – you know, because like the witch in that movie, it's all about the witch, but it's more about the found footage, I think, than it is about the actual witch. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Without a doubt, yeah. Or yeah, so I, I just that's the kind of way I wanted. I, I kind of approach this. So, 
But the now Blair Witch Project 2, Book of Shadows, pretty much everything you love about the original, just throw it out the fucking window, you know? Because in filmmaking, if something works, let's just completely tear that down and remake something that sucks, right? That was the mindset exactly. here. So it's pretty much just these fucking people, and it, this film is just so cheap, and it's just... there's I mean, there's some decentness to this film, and it, I mean, I don't want to say it's a horrible film. It's definitely not Shark and Saw Women's Prison Massacre, but... Oh. <laughs> But it's not great, and honestly, this is going to make you mad, but I was really close to putting Suspiria 2018 in this spot, but I didn't want to, because it, I I can straight up say, even if I don't like a movie, I can tell the talent in it, and Suspiria is a extremely well-made movie, and I, I, I didn't think that just because I personally didn't like a film that it deserves that spot, so. I agree. Yeah, Blair Witch Project Two: Book of Shadows takes the notch here. Have you uh, have you seen the sequel here? I have seen it. Um, like you said, it's not a bad film, but it just kind of takes everything from the first one and just says it takes a big old shit on it and then throws it in the garbage can. So, yeah, it's uh, it's it's definitely an interesting film though. It has interesting. The premise is very unique. I'll say um, the acting's not terrible in it. I won't say it's good, but it's not terrible either. Uh, but it definitely, it's one of those shit picks. I say would definitely check it out. Because it's like I said, it's not horrible, but definitely don't go, don't go into it with big expectations and going, "Oh my God, it's you know Blair Witch too," you know. But actually, I think you know uh, Blair Witch that came out after this, just like the third one, you know. I actually like that movie too. Um, I thought it had some oh, very effective. I completely stuff forgot all about that movie. How the hell did yeah, I do that? Yeah, I, I remembered it, but you know, like I said, it's not the best film either. But it had it definitely was better than part two. So. What I liked about Blair Witch, I mean, just kind of to pause from the shit pick real quick, what I liked about Blair Witch was the whole idea of time travel in the forest where yes. the one guy gets separated and then he comes back to him and he's like really old and it's like, holy fuck, that's creepy as shit to be stuck in like a, a loop in time in the woods. Like, fuck that. Fuck that. Yes. Anyways, but yeah, yeah, yeah I found it really tough to kind of find a shit pick this week because witches, it's, it's a very creepy thing to me. Um, mm -hmm. Just imagining people to kind of bend the will of others and you know and fucking kill kids and eat them like we mentioned in the witch you know it's it's a it's just something very unsettling about witches and there's not that many bad films made on the subject like You're i don't want to put right. you on the spot but no, like no, was I... there anything that you thought that would have been my shit pick uh honestly no to be yeah. really honest, i didn't i didn't i was very interested to see what you had i thought okay this is we you know Whatever you have is going to be something new to me, honestly. So, um, yeah. But I mean, that, that was a very, that was probably the best shit pick you could have picked, honestly. So, bravo. Yeah. I really had my, my, uh, work cut out for me this week on the shit pick, but you really yeah, did. that's the shit pick. There you go. Uh, I want to get into some honorable mentions here. Uh, let's, I think we could just do, let's do a couple of piece because we could go forever on this because I have a bunch I want to, you know, name, but. And one of them we may actually share. Yeah, I've got two in the uh, chamber as well. So cool. Uh, my first one is Black Sunday from 1960. Um, Mario Bava. Yeah. So have you seen it before? Yes. Yeah. Um, I, I, it almost made it my top five. It really did. Um, it just didn't have that umph. I guess I was looking for in the film. Uh, I had some really creepy ass scenes. Uh, some the storyline was really good too. Like it, the story really unfolded well. Um, the fact that you know. Uh, blood kind of brought this ancient witch back, you know, and was causing some major. Healing. It, it was it was a very very well made film, uh, especially for being black and white. Um, but I, I did enjoy it. Nineteen sixty, I think, was when it came out, right? Yeah, sixty. So yeah, but it was uh, not not as old as you know, some of the films that are you know they're 
we talked about there being some of the honorable mentions, but um, definitely one you should check out. If you like witch films, definitely Black Sunday from 1960 is one you got to check out. So, yeah, and, very um, good. Yeah, uh, my, my next one is uh, Lords of Salem from 2012, uh, Rob Zombie film. That was the one I had too. Oh, there you go. We'll both we'll just talk about it together then. Um, yeah. The one thing about this film that gets me the most is the song they play from the Lords of Salem. That, yes. that music creeps me the fuck out, dude. Yeah, it, it's it's like four notes, yeah. and it just it's freaky as hell. Um, I think Rob Zombie. It actually this is probably one of his best films until you get to the end, and the end kind of well, not the very end, but like the maybe like it shits the bed for sure. Yeah, like like ten minutes before, like the very I like, I like the very very end, but like the part where like the little you know devil chicken guy thing comes up and. I, I just it kind of threw me off. It just it took me out of it because I started laughing at it. I thought it was hilarious looking, but uh, especially especially the scene where she's laying on the bed and you think the scene's over and the little chicken man like walks into the scene. I'm like, oh my god, he's so fucking cute, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, because that scene was kind of that part was really freaky. But then he walks in, I'm like, okay, fuck it, it's, it's a comedy now. So, but but really, that movie, like the, the three fourths of that movie, are just it's creepy as shit and the acting's superb. Um, I actually think that. Um, uh, Cherry Moon Zombie actually does a very good job acting in this film. A lot of people... I agree. It's probably one of her best outings. Yeah, I really do agree. I mean, I think her, her best, of course, is House of Thousand Corpses, but this is definitely up there oh, I love that to probably too. I know. I watched it again tonight, I think. Um, after after Hexon, probably. But, um, but yeah, I just think she does a really, really good job in this film. She really sells it. Um, like the scene where she goes in and sees the lit-up cross, and you see like this big like Sasquatch behind her. Dude, that fucking scene freaks me out to no end, but um, yeah, dude. Yeah, just just really, really well made. Uh, props to you, Rob. Seriously, it's uh, it's good shit. So, yeah, and I actually just re- rewatched this one several weeks back. I had a Rob Zombie marathon and kind of toured through all of his films, and kind of my whole life after seeing this film originally, I was never a fan yeah, ever. I, my whole life, yeah. I can, I can but I rewatched it, and this last time I rewatched it, I was like. It doesn't stack up to House of a Thousand Corpses or Devil's Rejects, in my personal opinion. I agree. But it is by far Rob Zombie's most unique film, and I honestly think it's one of his most well done in terms of the hauntingness of it. There's a, And that's a thing with the witch movies I found out, is th- there's just this tension and unnervingness, and I can't really explain why. You, you know, you it's just it. a... Yeah, exactly. There's a certain slow burn in terms of witches that I don't think is really matched by any subgenre, and that's something I didn't know existed until putting this list together. Yep, I'm the same way. Like I said, you know, before this I wasn't really into it, but now I've watched a lot of them. I'm like, damn, this genre is fucking badass. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So Lords of Salem, I'm a fan. I'm kind of surprised you're a fan. I mean, I kind of pegged that to be a film that you wouldn't be too high on. Honestly, no, like yeah, I mean, I love Rob Zombie, so you know, and, and, and Rob is definitely one of those directors that you either love or you hate. There's zero in between on that. No in between. Yeah, there's zero. I I, I challenge anyone to, to prove me wrong on that, but honestly, he's either like the best. Like you know, 31 people give that, sh- that movie a lot of shit, but. I, I told someone the other day, I was like, you know, uh, I find that movie to be like a video game movie. Like, I watch it like I play a video game, you know? Yeah. So, so if, if you go into Rob's movies, and the same thing with Halloween Remake, if you go into his movies with the mindset of separating it from everything else and kind of making it its own thing, then it works totally fine. But the minute you try to compare it to something else or you try to just lump him in with a, with a bunch of different directors or you know a different subgenre, it's all going to fail. 
but you have to take him the right way. If you do, his films are going to be just fucking phenomenal. So, absolutely, yep. people just can't really just watch things for face value. They have to dissect every little thing, you know. And some movies just aren't meant for that. And Rob Zombie is very a, vi- a very visual director. You know, he focuses on as focuses on visual instead of script. He focuses on the score and soundtrack over, you know, possibly some of the acting in the film. Yes, you know, I agree. and it's. I'm a huge fan, honestly, of Rob Zombie, and I know a lot of people hate him, but whatever, fuck you, I like him. Exactly, yeah. You don't like Rob Zombie, what the fuck is wrong with you? Catchphrase. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, but yeah, yeah. People love to hate him, too, which is interesting, really but do. this is, we can go on and on about Rob Zombie. I think that would make a really good episode, actually, yeah, yeah. where we rank all of his movies. I so. totally agree, man. That'd be perfect. So, yeah, I would definitely love to see how you rank all his films. So, I think we kind of dealt our hand, or showed our hand for number one, but <laughs> up to that point, yeah. it'd be different, yeah. But, yeah. But uh, what's your uh, what's your what's your last uh, honorable mention? All right, so yeah, like I had Lords of Salem as my first one. Talked all about that just now. I had the Witches from nineteen ninety. Ah, see, I was gonna say something. You know, we should have mentioned that one because a lot of people are gonna give us hell for that. But I'm glad you brought it up. Yes. So perfect. Have you seen this one, Angelica Houston? Actually, I have not. I, we know I saw it as a kid, but I haven't rese- I haven't, I haven't rewatched it. But I need to rewatch it again. Fuck, it's been a long time, dude. This movie creeped me out so bad when i was a kid and it's just i think the depiction of witches in this film may be the most disturbing i've ever seen in my life and considering the fact that it's a child's film this is a fucking scary movie yep probably one of the scariest honestly like the witch transformation scene they're they're like in the convention at the hotel or whatever and they're all in here and they're like all right ladies like you know show your true selves or whatever and they just start like taking their wigs off their their noses enlarge they grow they have all these boils and their toes i'll never forget they take their shoes off and witches don't have toes in this film and i never thought that someone not having toes would scare me as bad as it does but jesus <laughs> h christ let me tell you oh my God. like dude if you don't have toes i'm not about you like get away from me <laughs> no toes no care <laughs> yeah get the fuck out like Oh man, there's just something about this film that scares the hell out of me. And I honestly, I didn't rewatch it for this list, or else it, it could have entered my top five. But you know, I just it was one of those films I didn't have time, and I kind of had enough memory on it to be able to talk about it at the end, like right now, where I definitely think it's worth mentioning because fuck, it's a film called The Witches. You know, it has to be in this at some point. But it's it's, I don't I can't really speak to if it's a good film or not because it's been so long. But I do remember it being very terrifying. They turn the fucking main kid into a rat for fuck's sake. And his fat friend, too. And even as a rat, he just keeps eating all cheese. And Oh, man, he's a cute little kid. <laughs> yeah, really right. Like I said, it's been a, it's, it's been a long time since I've seen this film. Um, but I need, I need to rewatch it, though, because it did creep me out as a kid. When I, when I did see it, it really creeped me the fuck out. So, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. So, definitely. Yeah, man. So that's all witch films. And, I mean, we made it all the way through. And uh, I, I always think it's worth mentioning every episode because I never know who's watching if anybody's watching, you yeah. know, that me and Jerry always keep our opinions on films to ourselves regarding the subgenres. Um, so, for instance, this episode, which is we didn't tell each other which movies we liked or disliked, <laughs> which, which movies which, would be in our top five. You said which movies like five times. <laughs> oh, which movies, which movies, which movies. Uh, no, yeah, it's we always keep it to ourselves and we always think that it makes it a little bit more interesting when we go into these podcasts and be able to talk to these things, you know, just off the hair of our heads and just kind of speak about them and give our opinions on the matter as they're brought about. I totally agree. Like, and someone actually told me the other day, I think it was Bobby X from my Instagram. 
And he said, yeah, yeah, I like the fact that you don't share your, uh, you know, your top fives with each other. I think it makes it much better. So, yeah, I totally agree with that. And it just, it's, because it is fun. Like I say, the very first, every time we start the top five, I'm like, well, I can't wait to hear what you have. And it just, it's almost like a, I'm opening a Christmas present or ooh, opening a Halloween present. Take that for what it's mm-hmm. worth. But, uh, yeah, I'm <laughs> stupid. <laughs> wow. It's late. Um, anyway, moving along, that just fell flat as fuck. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, one thing I, I want to throw it back to last episode for a second. I know this is something we've never done before, but uh, someone brought up something very interesting about uh, the movie Jaws that I wanted to share. Um, we've actually mentioned her on the show before. It's uh, her Instagram name is uh, let me say this right: Love Looks That Kill Moi. So that's her uh, her Instagram name, but her name is McKaylee, and she her, she sent me this little note and it said, "By the way." I just listened to your Sharks episode earlier, and fun fact, the PG-13 rating wasn't a thing until 1984. So even though Jaws was pretty gory, uh, there wasn't uh, a lot of swearing or nudity, so it was only PG. So that's why that was like that. So Yeah, I remember we were talking about how crazy that that film exactly. is for just being a PG mm-hmm. film. Exactly. I, that crazy. is crazy. So when she said that, I was like, oh my gosh, that makes so much sense. So uh, shout out to you. I'm glad you sent that fun fact. And if anyone has any facts about any films from earlier episodes – Send them to us. Like we said, we'll read them and we'll, you know, we can talk about them and whatever. But I thought that was really cool that she uh, was thinking about the episode and kind of wanted to bring that up. So, uh, but I want to give a shout out to her for that. So great job, Kaylee. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. And also, ooh, you know what made me think about this too? I was thinking about the craft. Another fun fact about the craft I learned is the fact that it is, it's an R rating, right? Um, the reason it doesn't get a PG-13 is it is about uh, teenagers using witchcraft. That's the only reason why it's an R rating. That's that's the sole that, reason. That that's is the sole reason. I think that's bullshit. But uh, yeah, I thought that was very interesting too. So talking about ratings and stuff. I, I was I was about to say, if if they're giving it a hard R, they should have gone all the way, you know, because that's a very light. Yeah, but R. I mean, well, like they, you know, when they made the film, they were going for a PG thirteen. That's what they were going for, and so honestly, you can't go back. There's no way you can back out too, because that's all yep, it's about. Exactly. <laughs> so you're kind of fucked. So yeah, that sucks. so they got it. But but at the same point, the movie's fucking awesome. So they did a great job. So. Yeah, but I, I agree. They really could have made it, you know, a little gorier, a little more, you know, um, I guess, the, the, you know, more cursing or whatever to make it a little more, uh, have more of a punch, a shitty punch. But um, sorry, I had to throw that in there. <laughs> no, yeah, I noticed that was the first time you said that this episode. I was waiting, I was waiting earlier yeah, for you to say it, too, during my I know shit I should have said that. See, I'm getting, oh, it's, it's late. I mean, it's right now, right my, where I am, it's 12 o'clock. It's midnight. It's the witching hour. Holy fuck, it's the witching it's hour. one where I'm at. I don't care about where in Ohio. Fuck that, Akron. Um, I'm in Nashville where it all matters. Where it all matters. I digress. Um, anyway, I digress. Uh, so, uh, let's give some shout-outs. Um, I'm trying to think of someone we haven't shout-out yet that we could give a, a good shout-out to from uh, the old Instagrams. Uh, anybody you can think of off the top of your head that we haven't given one to yet? Uh, this is going to make me so mad because someone's going to listen. They're going to be upset, but... <laughs> I can't think of anything. Oh, okay, okay, no, no, I'll, I'll, I'll give, I'll, I'll give mine. I can actually lead into something else I was going to talk about. I'll give my shout out to um, Whisper My Phone. She is really cool. Um, she supports the show a lot. She is just great, a great person. Um, she's actually the one that actually got me to do the uh, the name change thing. Actually, if you see on my Instagram, you'll see that that at the very bottom of the post it says sponsored by Whisper My Phone. Whisper My Phone. So uh, I think that's pretty cool. So. Um, Oh, shout out the guy that uh, made our theme song. Oh yeah, yeah, dude, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's let me uh, 
I'm gonna pull that up first because I totally forgot to pull that up. Ooh, my bad. Um, I'm glad you said that now. Damn it, you should have said that before. <laughs> I know. I know. He's like, didn't even think about. He's like Kevin. Anyway, while I'm pulling it up, shit. <laughs> let me uh, let me give some of the names that uh, I think I'm gonna land on. This this may not be a final list, but I think we're just gonna go with uh, what we have here. So, um, of course, we have Wes or Wesley. Uh, I love that name. It's uh, it's a very good name. So I kind of like that to be the name y'all pick. If you can kind of make that happen, I really appreciate that. <laughs> but, um, some of the top ones, um, actually, Whisper My Phone actually said their name Dallas. She likes the name Dallas. So she's sponsoring it, so i got to put that name in there. So um, Wes and Dallas. Uh, let's go with um, uh, someone brought up the name Nashville. I don't know, I, I don't know who that was. Wow, that sounds like the – Whoever suggested that has to be one of the coolest people I've ever heard. I mean, I don't know. It's you know, we'll we'll throw that in there. We'll just we'll just throw that in there because that may be you know, it is what it is. Um, Dude, I would literally like go crazy if you changed your name to Nashville. It would be cool as shit. I mean, anyway, <laughs> um, another name I like, uh, Jason. I mean, for obvious reasons. I mean, and and I like the name Ghostface, but that would just be too weird. So let's not go there. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but, and it's already taken. Uh, Ghostface killed. That him. is true. He did take it. That uh, you know. Props to him for, for doing that. So um, let's throw one more name in there just, just to kind of round it out. Um, I think Max. I like Max. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very, it's a simple name, but it has, has a cool little feel to it. So um, I don't know. Yeah. So that's my, that's my. be short for Maximus. Maximus or, you know, so actually. It was, or Maximilian. I think it was Kelly Marshall that was on the live stream the other day. She said Max Power. So that was kind of cool. So it kind of, oh, sounds yeah. like a superhero name. So. That was pretty badass. So we got we got Wesley, we got Nashville, we got Jason, and we got Max. So there's there's the top four as we sit as at the moment. So um, of course this isn't going to come out for a while. So I'm going to push this back just a little bit. You yeah. Know? So yes, yeah, so when you when you hear this is when I'm going to post. I'll probably post that Monday. We we put the show out. I'm going to post the uh, the final four names. So be looking for that uh, in my story or in a post. I think it was to do a story. I think and just do it that way. But. Um, yeah, tidbit of information for people listening: We're pretty much on a two-week schedule. Yes. So we're recording this. You guys won't hear it for like two weeks. So there you go. Thank you for throwing that up. I'm sure people are like, "What the fuck are they talking about?" <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, so we also need to mention, which we typically do it at the end of every episode, what the next episode is going to be about. We are, but we're not there yet. We still got some stuff to do here, buddy. We got we got to pay some bills here. Um, oh shit! So to speak. Um, the shout outs. We gave one shout out to our Instagram person, but we saw some of the shout outs for the podcast um, that I always give uh, give out. Um, Horror Virgin, uh, love you guys. I still, I mean, I just I listen every week and I'm just dumbfounded to how good you guys really are. So uh, definitely podcast goals for us. So props to you guys. Um, another one is the Horror Basement with uh, we got Jim Jam, we got Johnny Leroy, we got Yeti. You guys are the triple threat. Seriously, actually. I'm going to give you a little thing. Um, next Saturday night, I'm actually going down to see Jim Jam, and I'm actually going to be on their podcast. So, surprise, no Kevin. No shit. So, uh, Damn. calling into the show, we may get it all going. So, that's uh, is definitely yeah, I was going to say, leaving your boy high and dry over no, here. No, I'm not. I just wanted to spring it on you. So, <laughs> but, oh, yay. Uh, so yeah, that, that's what we're doing next Saturday night, is we're going to uh, to kind of co-host with them and kind of get it get all mixed up. So, uh, I'm excited about that. Fire. Hell yeah, dude. And my last one, of course, uh, Music City Horror. You guys are fucking awesome. Uh, Lana and Eli and Kayla's, I man, you guys are just fucking awesome. Uh, Lana actually gave me a, uh, a music recommendation today that I was like, 
that's so awesome. I'm so glad that she's like looking out for my music taste. So <laughs> I was very excited about that. So Lana DeBeer awesome. is her uh, her Instagram name. So go check her out. She's a uh, she's a beer connoisseur. I'm telling you, she's she's awesome. So go check her out. Um, all right. So I think um, let's do our socials first. Uh, you can find us on Instagram. It's a horror pod. Oh my gosh. Oh, it's a horror podcast, there, eh? Um, <laughs> it's a horror podcast on Instagram. Not a good Canadian. Sorry. Um, fuck Twitter, uh, Facebook, fuck Twitter, yeah, fuck Twitter. Uh, Instagram. I mean, not Instagram, Facebook. It's it's a horror podcast. Um, my personal is the Shape of Revenge, and yours is Slash and Captain. Slash and Captain. Um, and now I think it is time for next week's genre. And why don't you spring it on us, sir? All right. So Jerry actually uh, brought this one about. Mm-hmm. Any fans of Dickhead Kids rejoice because we are doing Evil Kids next. Yes, dude, I can't wait, man. Uh, not to it's Killer Kids, Evil Kids. Yeah, happened. I mean, not to say that my kids are, you know, evil, but I was thinking about how evil they can be, and I'm like, you know what? That'd be a good genre to do. <laughs> so shout out to my kids. You, know, you guys are evil as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Tread lightly there, my friend. I'm like, I'm like selling myself to the devil here, you know. <laughs> uh, anyway, but yeah, I can't wait for that one. I'm going to watch some good films coming up for that one. Can't wait to hear your top five. I think you didn't you say you already have your top five figured out? Yes, I wow, do. You're on it. So yeah, I've still got to formulate mine. I haven't done like one, so I got to get on that shit. So um, before we get out of here, yeah, our um, new intro is done on, done by a guy named Duke Sims. Uh, you can find him on Instagram at Doobie Duke Sims. Uh, he's on Twitter. Um, I don't know if I'm Twitter, but uh, Doogie Duke Sims as well. Okay. And on SoundCloud, he is just uh, Duke Sims. So go check him out. Um, really appreciate the, uh, the theme song. We love it. Absolutely fucking lovely song. Um, really glad we have it. So anyway, I think that about does it for us this week. Um, I'm really excited, like I said, for the, our next show. And again, thank you guys so, so, so much for supporting us. Uh, just sharing you know, in stories and posts and just telling your friends. And uh, go give us ratings and reviews on Apple uh, Podcasts and any other podcasting uh, platform you can. We're on Spotify and Google Play and uh, some other just random uh, podcatcher type stuff. Uh, we're still on Stitcher, I think, which kind of sucks, but it is what it is. Um, and I think Podbean as well, but. Uh, but anyway, yeah, go rate and review us and tell us what you think. And if we suck, tell us we suck. If we're awesome, you know, please shout that to the fucking, you know, heavens to us, you know. But, um, but yeah, like I said, we just really appreciate all you guys uh, for everything you do for us. And like Kevin always says, we'd be doing this anyway, regardless of who's listening. So um, love my boy Kev up in Ohio. So That's yeah, that is you. That is you, Akron. Youngin. All right. Well, I guess that about does it for us. Uh, it is, uh, say, the witching hour, so I'm going to go uh, see if I can you know, conjure up some cool stuff uh, here before uh, it gets to my bedtime. So, <laughs> And my black magic candle's still raging on. So, Hell yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. I love the fact you left that right before the episode, so hope it gives us some good luck. Anyway. Yeah, I didn't even plan it, too. I just looked over. I was like, oh, shit, that works. Let's do it. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. I love it. I love it. Uh, but this episode has been very fun. I really enjoy it. Um, but uh, next next time we're gonna get together and just uh, talk about some evil little shits. So I'm excited. So <laughs> hell yeah, man. Uh, my name is Jerry, and we will see you next time. I won't.